welcome all uh, now we are dealing with the karikas from agama prakarana of mandukya upanishad the last in the previous class i think uh, uh, bindu ji covered few after a 10th and maybe the 11th uh, karika a bit especially i think the today's karikas are very very important probably if we can able to reach that 16th and 17th anadi maya supto yada that one and prapancho yadi vidyet nivartetana samshaya maya matra vidam dvaita madvaita paramarthata so most beautiful uh, aspects of this upanishad i think definitely by going through these karikas we will be able to understand the real heart of gaudapada so uh, without wasting much time i request bindu ji to continue with the upanishad talk uh, thank you one and all thank you om namo brahma divyo brahma vidya sampradaya kartrbyo vamsharishipyo mahatyo namo gurubhyo शंकरं शंकराचार्य केशव बादरायण सूत्रभाषीकृत वंदे भगवत पुनपुनः ईश्वरो गुरुरात्मीति मूर्तिद विवाहिने व्योमव्याप्तहाय दक्षिणामूर्त नम ओं श्रीगुरभ्यो नम ओं भद्रम कर्णे शृणुयाम देवा भद्रम पश्येमाजत्रा ಸೃಷ್ಟುಸ್ತನೂಸ್ತಿನಸ್ತಾಕ್ಷೋಷ್ಟಿಷ್ಟನೇಮಿಸ್ತಿನೋ ಪ್ರಜ್ಞಾಶುಪ್ರಧಾನೈಸ್ಥಿರಚರಿಕರಪ್ಯಾಪಿವ್ಯಾಪ್ಯಲೋಕಾನ್ಭುಕ್ವ
സ്വപ്നസ്ഥാനോ അന്തപ്രജ്ഞ സപ്താംഗ ഏകോനവിംശതി മുഖ പ്രവിവിക്തബുസോ ദ്വിതീയപാദഹ യത്ര സ്വപ്നോ ന കഞ്ചന കാമം കാമയതേ ന കഞ്ചന സ്വപ്നം പശ്യതി തുഷുപ്തം സുഷുപ്തസ്ഥാന ഏകീഭൂത പ്രജ്ഞാന ഗണ ഏവമാനന്ദമയോ ഹി ആനന്ദബുക് തൈജസോ ആനന്ദബുക് അദൃശ്യമവ്യവഹാര്യം അഗ്രാഹ്യം അലക്ഷണം അചിന്ത്യം അവ്യവദേശം ഏകാത്മപ്രത്യസാരം പ്രപഞ്ചോപശമം ശാന്തം ശിവം അദ്വൈതം ചതുർത്ഥം മന്യന്തേ സ ആത്മാ സ വിജ്ഞേയ സെവൻ മന്ത്രാസ് വി ഹവ് കവേഡ് ഇൻ നൗ ആൻഡ് ഇൻ ദാരിക ഫോളോയിങ് ദ സെവൻത് മന്ത്ര വി സോ ദാറ്റ് ഔ ഗൗഡപാതാചാര്യ ഈസ് എക്സ്പ്ലെയിനിങ് ദ Vishwa, Taijasa and Prakmya and what are the roles and how they have to be understood to understand the Turiya. So we, have, we are on the 13th Karika where it is said Doitasya Agrahanam Tulyam Ubayoho Prakmya Turiya Yoho Bija Nidra Yudha Prakmya Sacha Turiyena Vidyate Now here Doitasya Agrahanam Doitasya means of the two agrahanam means non comprehension or not we are not knowing the reality tulyam means is equal ubayoho pratnya tulyayoho for both the pratnya and turiya now here when he says that pratnya and turiya the agrahanam is tulyam means non comprehension is there even in turiya and in prajna prajna is standing for the deep sleep or the where there is no, no knowledge of anything or existing so dvaitasya agrahana so the absence of anything other than that is tulyam in the prajna turiya there is commonality between prajna and turiya so therefore many people have misunderstood that prajna and turiya are the same that's in sushupti we are all becoming realized souls no that is not the case what is saying that in the second line he clarifies that bija nidra yuta pratnya sacha tudyena vidyate the nidra is in the sushupti avastha is considered to be the bija or the cause or the seed for jagrat sapna sushupti such a state of causation is not in the turiya sacha turiya na turiya na vidyate that is there is no such causation or causality in the turiya because the normally what happens is that we have been told by the different methodologies in our prakriya for advaita and explanation of the other upanishads there are different methods which are used depending upon the quality and the capacity of the students whereas in the mantukya karya they have the mantukya and the karikas there is no you know words minced 
for telling the truth. It is direct and if one can understand the direct import of the mantras, then there is no need of any upadhi or any prakriya. Like, you know, the Viranya, Hiradnigarbha, Virat, then Akasha, Sambhuta, Ahasha, Prano, Prano, Akasha, Vayu, Vayu, Ragni, Agni, Rapaha. You know, Akasha, the sky to, you know, the different levels of progression of creation is given in the Taitriya. And there is a Panchi Karanam Prakriya, Trivit Karanam Prakriya, or Panchakosha Viveka, the five sheets, etc. In different methodologies are used for people who are not able to have very fine, subtle thinking. <clears throat> but in this case, where you will see that in the Turi, in the 13th mantra, Gaudapada Karyaga is very clear. Agrahanam Tulyam Dvaitasya. The non apprehension of the duality is equal for Pratnya Turiyaho. In the, both the cases of and Pratnya, both of them do not comprehend anything other than that. But there is a difference between them, which is the potency in the form of knowing nothingness. That knowing of nothingness is the potency where something can come out, which is in the case of cross and the subtle of Jagra Sopta. That type of a situation or that type of a causation is not Turiya because Turiya is never a cause for anything. Now, if you look at it really, there is in the fifth Adhyaya Bhagavad Gita, Sri Krishna says that Naiva Kinjat Karomi Yukto Manyate Tattvavet Pasyan, Shrunvan, Sprachan, Jigvan, Nasnan, Gachan, Shopan, Shachan, Pralavan, Visrajan, Grannan, Nimishan, Nimishan, Nabi, Indriyani, Indriyeshu, Vartanda, Ididharayan, Brahmani, Adaya, Karmani, Sangam, Tektva, Karoti, Yaha, Lipyadena, Sapapena, Patma, Patram, Ivambasa. That is the 8th, 9th, and 10th slokas of Bhagavad Gita, 5th chapter. That he is also talking about Brahmani Adaya. Sangam Tektva Karodiha Lipyadena Sapapena Padma Patramivasa. Like a lotus leaf, even though born out of the muddy water or where the lotus is being born, Ambujam is the name for it because of the born out of the Ambu. But even while living in it, it is never getting wet by the water in which it is growing or which is being what is tossing it up and down by life. That the vagaries of life is throwing it up and down in the waves form of waves on the leaf will move up and down. Even dropslets will flow over that and yet it not cannot wet the leaf of the lotus. Same way, all these actions which I have been told. Like Pasyan, Shunnan, Jagan, Chetnan, Gachan, Prasthan, you know, Indriyani, Indriyeshu, Vartanda, Iridharayan. These are all the functions of the gross sense organs and sense both cognition as well as action. These are all by the Indriyas and not by me. The one who, Yaha, Dharaya, one who knows this as that reality, he is untouched by the whole thing. 
This is exactly what is the state of Turiya. The all the association which we have within the Jagrat and Sopna and even the knowing of nothingness of the deep sleep never touches the Turiya. Therefore, Sacha Turiye na Vidyati. It is, doesn't exist in Turiya. Then what he what does uh, Kariga say further? Sopna Nidra Yudau Adyau Pratnyatu Sopna Nidraya Na Nidram Na Evamcha Sopnam Turye Pashanti Nishita. The uh, Sopna Nidra Yudau Adyau Adyau means uh, Sopna Nidra Yudau Adyau Pratnya. Pratnya is the one which is before Pratnya there is the Adyau which is called Sopna and Nidra. Now the association with the dream and deep sleep. Here, here dream means you have to take not only dream, dream and waking both are combined together as a, you know, which is, which is anyagrahanam. That acts, you know, comprehending something other than the observer. Observer and the observed. That aspect is there in both the dream and waking. So the first two associated with the dream means dream and waking and sleep. But pratnya is the dreamless sleep or the without that even where there is agrahana. This is the nidra yuta is where that in the previous karika he said, no? There is totally agrahanam in the sleep. But the one who knows beyond the deep sleep the Turiya, ya Turiya na Paschiti, Paschanti Pasnishida. Nishida means Paschan. Nishida means the one, those who have confirmed or have got the conviction or the understanding of what Turiya. Nidram na eva cha sopnam Turiya na Paschiti. The dream and waking of the subtle and gross worlds. And the non-apprehension of the deep sleep. They realize that that doesn't touch the Turiya state. Therefore, Turiya is untouched by all these things which are, which are being experienced. In the 14th Mankarika, he says, Anyada Grannatha Sopno Nidra Tattvama Ajanata Tattvama Ajanata now, how to attain the fourth or the Turiyam, which is the Turiyam Padam, that exalted awareness or the purity of awareness, how can it, one can reach Tayoho Shine? They have to become Shina means dissipated or emancipated or destroyed completely. Vipadhyaya say tayoho chine. When both the apprehension and non-apprehension is removed, then turiyam padam then you are in your turiya state, in our state of turiya. Before that, what he says? Anyada granaso sopna nidra tattva majanada. 
in the sopna means sopna and jagrat anyada grannada he is he is knowing other than the knower there in the both the waking and the dream whereas nidra in the in the deep sleep tattvam ajanada even though he is the most closest state which can one compare it but there is that not knowing of the state of surya because it is still looking for something and says that i know nothing but it is not able to drop the aspect of i have to know something i don't have to know something because there is no activity in me i am neither the doer nor the thinking this can happen only when the knowledge arises tattvajnanadeva so when tattvajnana doesn't take place in the sushupti what happens is that the expectation of some experience as a form of a seed but not ex- not experiencing anything in the form of a seed it is present in the deep sleep whereas in the case of gross and the, the subtle of both waking and the dream there is always an experiencing other than other than the knower so there the it, it it is a matter is different he can no way know in the waking and the dream about the state of turiya but even in the deep sleep he is not able to know the turiya because of the aspect of to expectancy or the potency to know something and that expectancy is the reason why we are being thrown into waking or dream from the deep sleep because we carry on that expectancy in us as a seed to know something other than that there is no need to know anything there is no, in reality that there is nothing there which in the in the second half of the karika it will come later why it is not there but here we should understand that this potency is the reason why even when we we are in the closest proximity we are not able to grasp the turiya state or we are not knowing what is our reality the chandogya upanishad said you know then you are if you are in the in the so in the deep sleep you are sadhi sampadya you have become one with the sat the sat here is the turiya sadhi sampadya navidhu sadhi sampadya mahe we are one with the existence consciousness aware satchitanandam or satyatyanamanandam brahma or turiya is the reality in the state in the deep sleep but naviduhu we are not able to know sadhi sambadhyamahe we are one with the turiya because we carry the expectancy to know something which indicate very clearly the moment you drop that is that vipadhyaye tayo when you drop the intensity or intention to know something other than you you will never know turiya to know or to be turiya you have to stop desiring to know anything because it is not a knowledge which will expose the turiya state it is your own reality you cannot ne- you can never know yourself so to expect to know yourself i should know atmatnyanam i should have a experience of brahman i should have an experience of turiya these are the expectancies which which are keeping us looking outward 
or looking for experiences. What does the, the Karika second aspect say? Vibhajaye tayokshine. When that gets shina or destroyed or removed or completely dissolved, Turiyam Padamasnude. That is the time when you are really Turiya state. There, there, knower and knowing and known becomes one. So how can there be a knowledge or an experience or the experiencer, experience and experienced becomes one? How can there be an experiencing? No. So it is very clear. Anyada granna sopna nidra tattum ajanada in the deep sleep. And vipadyeya chene dwe tayoho. When these expectancy to know, experience something, when it happens, then turiyam padamasnude we are in that because we are even now at this very moment we are that now he explains further that which jadavaji was telling about the very important thing anadi mayaya sutna yada jiva prabudhyate ajam anidram asopnam advaitam budhyate tada anadi mayaya anadi means na adi asya that which doesn't have a beginning because we did not we do not know when the ignorance has set in. even in our day-to-day -day life the ignorance of not knowing something we do not know when it started or how it came or from where it came or how they it the beginning or the cause we do not know so it is beyond the causation to know what you were from where the ignorance has come so that which cannot be called as a beginning or a causation is defined by the word maya because it is it is experience at the same time it is not there a cause which is being caused which can cause something to experience at the same time the cause itself is not reality so how can an unreal thing can create a cause but therefore it is called a maya maya disney that which is then like darkness for example darkness is not a vastu or an object but everyone has an experience of darkness if you have an experience it has to be something which can be experienced means it is part of a subject and object so darkness is an object and we are the subject who is experiencing the darkness but is darkness a real thing? No. It is the absence of light, what we call it as darkness. So, and the darkness can cause problems like fear, mis, you know, misapprehension of seeing a post as a ghost. So many things can happen. So that is not the thing. So Maya, even though it is not real, we do not know when it has started, though therefore it is Anadi. From that suptaha, we are in that deep sleep of the maya, which is in our deep sleep also. In our deep sleep also, we are, we do not know when did the, when did the ignorance of the deep sleep set in, or then the deep ignorance appearing to be present in the deep sleep. Even though there is no ignorance in the deep sleep, the appearance of a deep sleep, like because it is not there, Therefore, we are feeling the absence of knowledge as a ignorance. Agrahanam. That is the word used by Shankara and uh, Vartikakara, everybody. 
that non apprehension is called the maya in the sushupta suptaha yada jiva prabudyate the moment the jiva which thinks i am the one which is going through the cycles of day waking dream and deep sleep and i am the one which is aging associated with the body therefore it is called a jiva as the jiva prabudyate realizes what i have no birth ajam i don't have even what is called the sushupti or the nidra and the anidram asopnam sopnam here includes both jagrat and uh, dream both gross and subtle world also is not there in me so neither the waker nor the dreamer nor the deep sleeper and i am not the one with the body which is dreaming deep is i am going to dream and working and deep sleep also even the body is because i associate with the instruments you know which i told you about the gita shloka the one indriyani indriyeshu vartante it is because we are we are all using those instruments in the waking we see the gross world we are using a different sets of indriyas in the dream so we see a dream world when both these are not used but expecting to know something we are in the deep sleep so we have an agrahanam there or non comprehension in that dream so there is no birth ajam anidram there is no nidra and asopna means jagrat sopnam api nasti there is no jagrat in sopnam then what is there advaitam there is only non duality of turiya budyate tada that advaitam is the turiya turiyam padam asnude which has been told in the previous karika is that that padam is called the advaitam which is explained by ajan ajam anidram asopnam advaitam budyate tada budyate means it is realized at that moment when when i know that i am not the one which goes through the birth and death and i am not the one who is sleeping i am not the one which is you know experiencing the waking and the dream this is all related to the instrument through which awareness is projecting therefore identifying with the instrument i feel that i am the waker i am the dreamer i am the sleeper and when that is removed with then advaitam budyate tada when that is the time when we realize what is our real nature now here a logic is given by gaudapada karya prapancho yadi vidyate nivartate na samshayah maya matram idam dvaitam advaitam paramarthata prapanchah yadi vidyate nivartate na samshayah if something is real it can be destroyed and removed but if something is not real how can it be removed for example let us say the snake on the appearing on the rock no technical or any other method you can physically separate the rope and the snake from that and say this is the rope i have this is the rope this is the snake which i have removed from the snow if it is real if there is a real snake lying on the rope you can separate them but if the rope if the snake is unreal how will you separate it same same is the case if it is a ghost 
or even even the water in the mirage how will you remove the water from the mirage if it is not real no way we can bring it and even darkness which is now equivalent to the avidya maya avidya ignorance how will you remove the ignorance can you separate out ignorance from the knowledge no because ignorance is a non existing thing knowledge is the reality which you can see that knowledge of this knowledge of that knowledge of oneself knowledge of no everything related to the knowingness is possible but the not knowingness is a not a object or a vastu or a thing which can be mixed up or separated with with the knowledge the absence of light is the reason for darkness now you cannot you cannot catch hold of uh, some equipment by which you can suck out the darkness from a room all you can bring is the light into the room and the darkness goes by itself because it was non existent in the first stage so a non existent things you won't find the ash or the dead body of a that darkness lying in the room when you bring light no it is non existent same is the case with the ignorance right? ignorance or the delusion or the uh, the misapprehension which we have about our our own nature or our own reality is in reality a non existent thing the cause for it is non reality and a non real and non real cause how can it create a real cause if it is appearing to be real it is also part of the unreal which is appearing as real for the time as long as you don't know about it the moment the knowledge comes the unreality also goes the reality also goes because it is created by the unreal the ignorance created the snake on the rope the bringing of the ignorance to reality of the rope nyate then the moment you know the rope the rope as the reality you didn't have to do anything you know great to kill the snake and remove it from the rope no all it happens by by default by natural process same way prapancha yadi vidyate if this gross world which we are experiencing is in reality it is there we can remove it separate it from whatever maybe our experiential point of view nivartheta na samshya you can do it there is no doubt you can remove it but maya matram idam dvaitam this apparent duality which is separated like i am there and the world is separate from me this dvaitam which is that the observer is separate and the observed is separate or the knowledge knower is separate and the known is separate this is due to the maya matram or the ignorance or the vidya which is anadi we don't know when it started advaitam paramatma the reality is only the non duality the known things the objects what you see the object and the subject are nothing but the same it is the mud and the pot are nothing but essence mud only 
one side you call it as a lump of mud, one side you call it as a pot because of the name and the shape of it. Same way, in our experience, the entire experience is knowing. If we really look into it, it is the knowingness is the essence of anything which we call it as an object. The object doesn't become an object until we know it. So the moment we know it, even what is we call it as I don't know it is also I know it as not known, but as unknown. Even unknown is within the known only as, but you don't know specific, so you call it as unknown. There is nothing other than knowing or knowledge or known in both the cases as the subject and the object. The subject is also, I am the knower, is also has the term know in it. The known, the object, is also part of the knowledge. So what is actually is in both sides, we is nothing but Advaitam. The non-duality of the knowing or awareness is percolating from the knower the intermediary space and the object, everything is in the awareness. That consciousness or awareness or knowingness or whatever term you want to use, the words are incapable of expressing that. But once, if it is not there, neither the knower is there nor the known is there. For example, Sushupti in the deep sleep. The knower as the knowing principle is not there in the deep sleep. Therefore, the objects of the world, that is why we say, even when I am sleeping, the world is there. How, how can you say the world is gone? Because for the world to be known, the knower should be there. It is part of the knowing process. You cannot have a light from a torch go separately without the torch. You cannot go the sunlight coming out the sun separately traveling and to project something. It is a continuity which is when it is there, it is a, it is the no, it is the unbroken santati is the word used in the karika. That like a river, it is continuous from the sun to the objects when it is enlightening the objects. Nobody can even Assuming that it is, you know, like when we are using a uh, syringe, we can throw a bit of water, it will go separate from the syringe and it will fly in the air and fall in another object. But in the case of light, you can't do that. You, can, you cannot show the torch for a minute and the light, we will not see the light going from the torch separately. Same way, subtler than the light and the water is, the light is subtler than the water, therefore we are not able to see it. Subtler than the light is the light of knowledge or Atma Prakasam or Jnana Prakasam, what we call it as. That is percolating air through, in and through everything at all the time. Sarvamapnodi Sarvasaha is what Sandogya says. It is spreading and percolating through every atom and iota or molecule, whether you call it by modern terminology also doesn't matter. It is in the knowledge what the, everything is existing.
that awareness if it is not there whether it's an atom or a molecule electron proton neutron or light or waves of light water everything the animal the elephant the planet the cosmos the stars you name it for them and you are that in the moment you are an experiencer of that you are one with it but the apparent separation between the i am the knower and uh, that is the known is the maya matram that is the reason why we have the duality maya mitram idam dvaitam this duality idam dvaitam in the idam means everything is included maya matram is purely due to the maya or the ignorance dvaitam advaitam paramarthata the reality is advaitam there is no dvaitam at all is very clear from the karika vikalpo vinavarteta kalpido yadi kenachi ubadesha ayam vada nyade dvaitam na vidyate now vikalpo vinivarteta kalpido yadi kenachi by kenachi by somebody if the kalpida vikalpa the imagined worlds of subtle and gross if we say that the subtleness subtle world and the gross world is imagined by the one who is projecting it upadeshat ayam vadah due to the advice of this upanishad if it gets removed in even in one person kenachi even even one person if it is get somebody it gets re- removed or division can go away that you know the dvaitam dvaitam is kalpitam it means imagined in, in what happens is that in the moment that you hear the reality and you are able to apprehend the truth which is being told by this upadesha by this nyate dvaitam na vidyate the one who knows the reality for him there is no duality dvaitam na vidyate there is no separatedness he sees yatra na anya pasyadi na anya shrunodi na anya vijanaadi anya na anya pasyadi he doesn't see anything as other than himself anya shrunodi he cannot he doesn't hear anything as separate from him anyat vijanati he doesn't see anything other than no anything other than himself sarvam apnoshi sarvasha he is the one which is in everything he feels the wholeness or the purnada purnamada purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya that mantra is telling the same thing so nyate dvaitam nevidyate so therefore the maya matram idam dvaitam will go only jnate by knowledge only this duality can go because it is a creation of ignorance so the creation of ignorance can be removed like the darkness is the absence of light the, the absence of light can be removed only by bringing light same way the absence of the knowledge is the creation for the indriyas in the waking and the dream to project the worlds outside 
and even in the deep sleep expecting something to happen as a seed is because the knowledge of the reality is not shining within itself oneself the moment from this upadesha this advice or this mantra from the upanishad if it is understood properly nyade dvaitam na vidyade there is no way in which one can get into the state of you know ignorance again now in this one now there are three mantras which are four mantras 8 9 10 and 11 four mantras following this karika which is in the sense that if you look at it the, the first mantras of the upanishad what does it say om om what does uh, it says that ओमितेदक्षरम इदम सर्वम तस्योपव्याख्यानम बोधम भवत भविष्यति सर्वमोकारयेव सो इट स्टार्टेड विथ ओम इति अक्षरम सर्वम ओंकारः सो दिस उपनिषद स्टार्ट्स विथ द टू एस्पेक्ट्स ऑफ इट वन इज मेथड ऑफ यूजिंग ओंकार सर्वम ओंकारयेव एंड the definitions of here in the first mantra is that om iti aksharam is brahma which includes bodham bhavat bhavishyat and ascha anyatra kaladitam even beyond the three states e tatyapya onkarayeva so there is one aspect which he has the upanishad nor the karika has till now touched upon word is the first mantra is explained is a question which can come to our mind because the second mantra is what way straight away taken by the upanishad as well as by the karikas for explanation sarvam hi etad brahma ayam atma brahma soyam atma chatushpa so this atma and brahma is the one ayam atma brahma and soyam atma chatushpa is the for chatushpad in, into method of knowing is by dividing it or understanding it as four folded not four quarter but this mantra which when second mantra is the complete explanation till now what we have understood and we have been we have discussed it in detail so the upanishad knowing very well that the really matured and intellectual student who has all the capabilities to understand would have understood what is to be understood and dwait nyade dwaitam navidade for a such a person there is no duality there is no confusion he is very clear from what is to be understood but upanishad being very benevolent in its nature he has put first mantra itself keeping in mind so that even if there is a border student who is not fully prepared at the same time he has all the capabilities but with a slight push he can understand to retain him to listen and understand this upanishad the first mantra itself gave the tick saying that om ityeda aksharam idam so to know what is this om it's how is the om becoming brahma will be the interest with that 
that student which is on the boundary between these two states of you know the exemplary student and the mediocre student there will be in between between the mediocre and the excellent there will be some students who knows something to know about omkara will be waiting eagerly for knowing something to catch the that type of students who are looking for the omkara is the beginning of the next mantra or the eighth mantra which is saying that toyamatma adyaksharah adyaksharam omkarah adi matram pada matra matra cha pada akara ukara makara iti soyam atma sahaya this atma which we have told till now from the second mantra till the previous karika mantra of sub to 7 and explained by gaudapada in his karika up to the 18th karika is that sayam ayam atma adyaksharam omkara that is the first word omkara adimatram pada patra matra cha pada akara ukara makara idi now it has to be divided into matras matras means measure manam is the word used for measure in the sanskrit matra tral pratiya and this so matra means measure pada means quarter so the pada and matra is measured by the quarter by using the word omkara so omkara has got the four quarters not for atma because that is the adyaksharam omkara in the omkara just as we have the four quarters in the omkara we should not confuse that atma also has got four quarters which is the jagrat swapna shruti and taijasa and and turiya no that is a totally a different concept which we have to understand it as that which will be now explained using the same word omkara for those who want to meditate upon omkara and what are the benefits are being explained in the subsequent mantras and the kadikas for the detailed purpose of it so those who have not understood the upanishad and the upanishad mantra till now get an opportunity to meditate upon the omkara using the same methodology what is the relationship between the akara ukara makara and jagra swapna sushupti and turiya is now being explained by the three and four mantras called from the eighth mantra eighth ninth and tenth and eleventh and then gaudapada explains them in the karika form after the 8th 11th mantra before the 12th mantra is the final mantra of the upanishad before after which also there are karikas following that so now we have to enter into the three uh, four mantras which i would like to take it in the next class because each one of them is connected with the other one so if i start the mantra now 8th mantra i may not be able to complete 9th 10th and 11th so i will take the 8th mantra 9th mantra 10th and 11th mantra together in the next coming friday is time same time and uh, this will be 
that you will understand that relationship between how the Jagrat, Swapna, Sushupti and Turiya and Akara, Ukara, Makara and Omkara, how does they two can be compared or how they should be understood and one how you can one can do the meditation on that is explained in the detail. We will deal it in the in the coming uh, Friday session. So I'll stop here now. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishyate Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Sri Guru Namaha Hari Om Thank you and Thank you, Binduji. Thank you very much for the lucid explanation of these karikas. Especially these karikas are very, very important. It will definitely help us to understand. Your explanation was down to earth. It was beautiful. Uh, one great aspect of Binduji is always he always tries to communicate the very essence of that mantra or a shloka with his own experience that is the most beautiful that's why it touches us thank you Binduji. thank you very much namaste Binduji. Uh, thank Let's you see. again for a very <clears throat> wonderful session like jatveda ji said yeah it, it it really you make it very simple for us to understand it and uh, it was really heart touching like like it makes us think a lot these sessions are like making us think a lot so really thank you like yeah. that's what i want to say thank you well uh pranam binduji pranam chatavedaji i think it's a beautiful discussion that has gone through a really very beautiful discussion and uh, uh, I had a question. Uh, what does the word prapancha means here? Like in one of the prapancha means the world of experiences. Thank you, Binduji, for that answer. The Nevad for this uh, great explanation, especially your explanation on ignorance and uh, darkness, and uh, it was amazing. I mean, I have no words. I mean to explain but very enlightening and thanks for sharing your Upanishadic knowledge as always. Dhanivad. Yeah, one question also I had is how does the state of deep sleep creates this uh, you know potency of knowing? How does this potency of knowing arises in deep sleep? Potency of knowing is the ignorance of attributing the activity on a non-dual knowledge the non-dual knowledge of the turiya in which we due to ignorance we attribute the action of knowing then that is the stage of deep sleep and which is called the ignorance the seed of knowing that is a or that is due to non-apprehension or non-understanding the reality of the nature of turiya when did it start? Nobody knows. Anadi Maya. And and why is it happening? Because it's, it's only that Agrahanam. Because you did not know what is the studio. 
or what is your reality? When we know our reality, the moment we know the reality, the duality, that knowing needs somebody, something to be known, that duality goes. So there is no duality called in something to be known. When something is known to be not there, then act of knowing has no meaning. So there is nothing called knowing. It is only the knowledge in its pure existence. Thank you, Binduji, for that answer again. And uh, so I think the problem here is with the word knowing itself or the process of knowing itself. And so is it fair to an extent to say that it is more of a self-realization process? You know, I don't I know even self-realization won't suit as a word, but can we know that it is something like a self-realization you know, to 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 get hold of Turiya? Again, these words can be misleading, but you, know, you it's like you can only realize within yourself Turiya, something of those sorts. Is that a fair way to say that? The Upanishads say that when you know that you are not the knower because the known or the knowing are unreal, <coughs> there is nothing more to be known. That time, there is no knowing happening. You are the one. The knower can never know the knower himself. So it is a state of being. We cannot say any any other word for it. That sat avastha, sadeva somya itamagra asiti is what the Chandogya Upanishad said. That sat was all that is there, which is there in the beginning. In the beginning means even before the deep sleep started. But in deep sleep also that sat is the one which is there. But not knowing that is such, there is an expectation to know something. And that expectation is the reason why we are pushed into the usage of sense organs, which are not real, apparent. And then through the sense organs, we create gross world and create non-existing. All the creations are apparently a mistaken identity of the total knowledge. The separation is, is the creation of the ignorance. When you have the creation of the ignorance happening, then you are already into the ignorance. Therefore, you are not knowing. You are already become created the whole world out of your ignorance. And then you start, you know, expecting and knowing and knowledge and analyzing all those things keeps on happening. That is where the cycle of jiva, the, that which is being negated by the word ajam, anidram, asopnam, Adhoidam buddhyadeyatara. That is the time when you know that you don't have birth or death. You don't have that duality. And you are, don't have the, the, the dream, deep sleep and the waking state. These are all projections only or appearances due to the ignorance. Adhoidam buddhyadeyatara. That non-dual state of everything as knowledge. The, the word everything also is a misnomer because but since it is being to be explained, I am using the word everything to be known. Because there is only Advaitam Paramatada. There is only truth is Advaitam. There is nothing other than that. Thank you, Pindaji, again for that wonderful knowledge. And uh, on that, I have like one last question. Uh, so when this 
uh, Advaita, Advaitam Buddhite is happening or happens, uh, would you consider it to be uh, like it happens in a flash, in a moment, or is it a gradual understanding or a gradual process? What would you consider either of the two or something else? That is why in the Kadiga I said that that which is created can be destroyed. So even if you have a created knowledge of Atma, that will become potency for destruction and vanishing. You can create anything. Any, anything that is created has an expiry date. So when Advaitam Buddhyadeta is the knowledge when is this is exactly why the entire preamble for the seventh mantra was saying that Turiya cannot be explained through the indicative words by any qualifiers was explained by Shangara, which I took one, I think three sessions on that. The removal of what you thought when it is being removed, what is covering that when it is removed, the thing which is covered doesn't have to be separately taken out and created. Like the darkness covering the room, a pot in the room, doesn't have to be created fresh. The darkness is the one which is not making it visible for us. All that was required was the removal of the darkness. And darkness is an avastu, is a non-positive thing, not a material thing. And that non-material thing is the cause is, the result is because of not knowing the, the, not having the light to remove the darkness. Same way, the ignorance or the anadi maya, which has created the feeling that the body is real, the world is real, the dream is real, the deep sleep is real. Is all these things is created by the ignorance of not knowing the substratum in which these three are, the knowledge in which these things are happening. We think that objects of waking is real, the objects of the dream is real, the object as a deep sleeper is real, but the knowledge in which all these experiences are suspended and supported is the reality when you remove these three, that is the substratum which we are seeing. Like when the, when the film is over, when the light falls on the screen, that is the time you realize, oh, the whole movie was moving on the screen. What apparently came and we saw what I was, my attention was onto the moving objects on the screen, not onto the screen, which was the supporting for the objects to come and go. Something similarly, when these experiences go, the knowledge, Existence knowledge and existence or as awareness or existence per se is the reality in which everything we, the word everything cannot be used again. Everything will appear to be or see, we will know that it is the appearance in that one. That time you are complete. There is nothing known, new to be known because in this very moment, that is the reality in which everything is there. The experiences which we are experiencing is also knowledge. Your own awareness as a knower is in knowledge. In knowledge only you can be a knower. The object is known and only in the knowledge or the thing can be known. And the link between the knower and the known is possible only if there is knowledge. So knowledge is in all the three. The knower, the known and the knowing. And all the three when it is only knowledge is the reality. The apparent nomenclature given as the knower, known, and the knowing is due to the ignorance of separation which we create due to the ignorance, avidya. 
when you know that is an apparent creation because everything is nothing but knowledge, then that separation you don't see that. That is the time Advaitam Paramarthara. That is the time when the non-duality becomes the reality. Thank you, Vinayaji. Pranam. Om Vinayaji. Pranam and uh, to your feet for the gracious uh, description of everything that went in today. I I cashed a part of it. Uh, One thing that hit me was uh, Bijanidra potency to know and Maya. Now, first time we are now bringing this uh, into the, you know, this whole uh, session. All they are, for example, potency to know is itself also Avedya. And hence, potency leading to experience the world, you know, that that goes on. Is this potency causing the questionnaire and contemplation, inquiry into the questions? The questions disappear due to inquiry and the questioner disappears. That is the process, right? This whole reason why we brought in the potency and jiva learning to know true nature leading to collapse of jiva. Is this all, you know, now since we are bringing maya and avidya, this this is, uh, is this the reason why why the, the this Upanishad now, the Karika, first time addressing Maya. See, Maya is, Maya is not being introduced. Maya is being explained as what it is. It is not something which can be brought in because it's an hours to, I said, it's not a material thing which can be brought in or no definite measure which, which we can, you know, pinpoint it and place it. This is what is Maya. No. The ignorance or the not knowing the reality resulting for the aspect that I am a jiva, I am a person with body, with the dirt and dirt and everything, is the reason why we are going through the waking dream and deep sleep. And that separation of the waking dream and deep sleep is also known from a common point of view, otherwise you would not be knowing. If you are not the same person who had gone to dream, is not the same person who is waking up, he will not know I had a dream. That very clearly shows there is a commonality between them. Same is the case with the deep sleep. So there is the commonality in them, but at the same time, the separation is being experienced and we feel it as a reality. This Misunderstanding of separation from the commonality point of view is the ignorance. Why should you know? Why should you not? Can you? Can, is it not very simple to know that you are the one who had a deep sleep, you are the one who had a dream, you are the one who had a waking? So these are all like three experiences. Where is it happening in you, which is the nature of the knowledge? In knowledge, you had waking. In knowledge, you had a dream. In the knowledge, you have a deep sleep. And it is all in knowledge which is happening, all the three. So other than knowledge, what is the reality in them? If you remove the knowledge, does the waking exist? Remove the knowledge from the deep sleep. Does the deep sleep exist? Remove that their knowledge from the dream. Can the dream exist by itself? No. So what is removed from anything when it is there? If the mud is removed from the pot, can the pot stand? Can the, if the mud, if the gold is removed from the ornaments, can the ornament stand by itself? 
No. So Adhisthanam or the substrat or the on the Swarupa on which it is there, that is to be once you know that is my Swarupa. Knowledge is my Swarupa. That is what is called Buddhyadeyatada. Advaitam Buddhyadeyatada. Advaitam becomes known to the world. Then one becomes known. It is not known as an object, known as my reality, my own nature. Today I don't know my reality, what is my nature. If you ask me who I am, I, I may say that related to what is my body is there, or my mind is there, or my memory is there, which I think is what is my, what is that which I am made of, or I am called of, or am I, all those things which in life. But that's all part of the ignorance which I have acquired during the waking or the other states. Without that, I cannot define myself. But when doing that also, I am using myself, knowledge of me, which I had acquired the memories, to tell that from pulling from, from my memory as the knowledge which is taught and saying that the memory becomes a reality, the knowledge in which the memory is staying which doesn't become a reality. And then I say that I am this, I am that, and when that which is not changing is my reality, how do, how can I define myself with a changing reality? The changing realities are the memories. With that, if I am trying to define, then I become a changing one. There, that is the reason why I am feeling I am having birth and death. If that is removed, I know my Swarupa as the pure knowledge in which all the knowledge is taking place. Then there is no such separate called Maya or Aditya. Yes, Madhuji, I think this is perfect. So, potency to know is the root cause of everything else, including the memory knowledge happened, etc. All that follows, the different realities follow. Just this potency was the root cause. Is that the fair statement, Madhuji? No. The potency to know also is a cause of ignorance. Why should you know, have a potency to know? Because your knowledge itself, then why should you have a potency to know? Yes, Pinduji. But the point I, I'm trying to get, the Bijan Idra is exactly this. Once that, you know, Bijan Idra is the, the root that is a potency, hence it resulted in no. dream and, you know, waking. Vinket, vinket. That potency of the Bijan Idra is to experience waker and dream. Because Waker and dream is not available in deep sleep. So the deep sleep entity, which is still in under the ignorance, wants to know what is the experiencing. So he is pushed into waking or dream due to the potency to know. The potency to know waking and dream is the state in the potency that is the bija of the nidra. <laughs> Not Got that it. is the cause for the experience or the life. No. Okay. So it is just that, you know, it is, it, you have to take it in the domain of the experience and the world, waking and waking world, dream and dream world, deep sleep, and that on the book. So I got it, Manuji. Manuji, uh, actually, I'm sorry if this was already covered, but. Uh... This is so in the mantra five as well as in some other karika. It is you know it has been mentioned that pragna is the one who experiences joy, right? Like or ananda. 
again maybe my understanding of ananda might be again influenced by my uh, telugu knowledge uh, but uh, typically in a deep sleep uh, there is no experience right so is there any reason why pragna is called uh, the experiencer of ananda like that ananda of the pragna is the absence of the disturbances of waking and dream it is not the satyajnanam anandam brahma not that ananda or satchidananda brahma satchidananda brahma that the ananda is non dual in the pragna what happens is that it is the agrahanam which was because of which there is no duality to disturb its tranquility but the not knowing its own nature is not giving him the condition of the oneness or non duality there he has a potency to come back to waking and dream to experience the duality even in the deep sleep it has a potency of duality which prompts him to say that i knew nothing because when he was somebody saying i knew nothing in the deep sleep it has an implied potency that something should have been experienced but that was not there therefore i did not experience anything therefore i knew nothing that expectancy as an ego or as an individual individuality is what is the reason why the ananda is being mentioned there because there is nothing to disturb its peace but the moment it comes to waking and dream the world of experiences good bad or ugly whatever it is it will give him not the ananda which is there in the pratnya state but the satchidananda terminology which is a lakshana vachaka or the indicative words for the turiya state there the sat is the existence now existence we cannot think of something called a non object ever existing even an idea existing you we have the i existence as something which is related to space time and uh, causation but that is not the chaitanya satchidananda sat representing the sat there is indicating out as sadaviva sogya idamagramasi before everything becomes or before the whole thing becoming known even as a potency to unknown in the prajna also before that the turiya or the brahma state or atma state which is there is the one which is called the sat being explained as that alone was there sadeva sam eva the word eva has got an important word sat eva saumya saumya means dear son idam in the in the form of this world agre asid agre means before creation asid means was there that means it was a mass of existence without any specifics in which from which the moment it takes a name and form the jagat comes the name and form the lump of mud as it is has no name and form other than the lump of clay but the moment the pot comes or a doll comes from or a lamp comes from that or anything comes out of that as a creation then it takes the mud itself takes the name of the name and change vajarambanam vikaro namadeya mrittigatteva satyam it is a but it is explained in the sandogya upanishad it is a name and form vajarambanam vak alambanam 
because of which we see that the pot is different from the doll, the doll is different from the lamp, and etc. etc. But in reality, what is existing is nothing but mud. Mrittikatteva satyam. Mritt means mud. Mud alone is the reality, not the pot, not the doll, not the lamp. All of them are the realities dependent on the reality of the mud. The mud is the real. Therefore, Mrittikatteva satyam. That is the way in which it has to be understood. So the anandam which we are talking about in the Sushupti is not that anandam of the pristine state of non-duality, but a relative state of absence of waking entry. Okay. Yeah. Th thanks, Vinayji. But uh, so ananda is not negated in uh, Turiya uh, as well, right, Vinayji? Uh, two different so, ananda. The word same ananda is used in two sites. The 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 import or the potency of that word varies deep due to deep two states. Even in waking, we have ananda. Suppose if you are moda, uh, pramoda, you know, like that, when you desire something, then when you hold on to it and when you enjoy it, there are three levels of happiness. Priya, moda, pramoda. It is how it is explained by the, technically. Priya is when you like something. Moda is when you hold, when you when you acquire it, and pramoda is when you enjoy it. But Ananda is not Priya Moda Pramoda. It is beyond that. That is in the Priya Moda Pramoda is a aberration when you have an object in condition conditioning the happiness. When the conditions of the happiness, if the objects are not there, there is a resident nature of happiness when you are when you are not disturbed by anything, not even your thoughts. You are in a state of bliss. That bliss is the absence of thoughts, not the ananda of the knowledge. That is, those two are different. One is in the state of ignorance and the other is in the state of pure knowledge. Both are apparently to be confused because of the name used in both for indicating. So in the Taitriya Brahmana, there is that. The other way, that I should be able to chant that Brahma Gadilaki. You know, Asishto Dridicho Belishtaha, like a king who is the whole monarch of the world, young, healthy, with all the wealth and everything which is humanly possible to think. He is a Eka Manushya Anandaha, that is the ultimate of Manushya Ananda. Then hundreds and hundreds like that, it goes up to Brahmanahananda. But at the end, what is say? Akamakasya. The one who knows Brahman, his happiness is much more than even Brahma's happiness. Brahma is the creator of this. Okay. So the one who knows the, the Satyam or the truth, his happiness is many, many fold. You should read that Bra Brahmana or Ananda. Ananda Brahmana of Taitariya, then you will know that. These are all explanations for the understanding, but scientifically, and if you look at today, the pure happiness can never be explained because it is your nature. So your closest thing which you can bring is that when you don't have anything other than that, 
In fact, one of my earlier, very beginning classes, I had even asked this question in the, I mean, this members. If you really want to know what is the happiness to the vessel, leave out all possessions of yours. Become at least for a month or six months as a beggar and roam around the world. There is no possession or anything for you. Nothing nobody is going to steal. Nothing nobody is going to make you diminished by anything. You will be all by yourself. Sky is the roof. Earth is the bed. Your own hand is the pillow. Live like that and see that how happiness you are. Nothing to torment you. But don't think that after six months you can go back to your life. If you become that happy, you may become a permanent sannyasi or a mendicant. Because your happiness you will find in that. So, not in possessing things we get happiness. Yake neke amrudatva manashi. That is the Upanishad mantra. In the total abandonment of anything, not the material things which he is talking about. Amrudatva means immortality can come only when you do not even own your body. When you don't do your own your body, you don't have waking, you don't have dream, you don't have even deep sleep. The dag kyage neke. Only by one that renunciation you can become immortal because mortality is associated with the body. So if you want to become more immortal, you have to even leave the association that I'm not even the body, right? So that is the state in which you have to say that. So don't relate the ananda which we are talking about and the pratnya and the ananda state of the turiya, sachidarandam brahma are the similar ones. But that is the closest which you can you know, imagine if you want to conceptualize that, that is the closest which you can think. But the, that is nowhere near compared to the, the infinite happiness. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thanks. So one, one question I had, uh, is, it, is this happiness, uh, the ultimate happiness uh, also be called, also is referred to as Satchitanand? Is it, is it the same one? It is the happiness which is there in every atom today, in this very moment. But it is covered and, you know, covered by ignorance and assuming, assumed roles which we are all playing. The reality will be when you know that you are not the role which you are playing. In fact, there is a very famous story about Janaka thinking that he was a beggar and hungry after having a sumptuous meal as a king. Then when he wakes up, he asks that question, no? which is the reality whether I am the, now the king is the reality or I was uh, the beggar who is hungry, which is the reality. The teacher says that Ashtavakra, both of them are unreal. You are neither the vehicle, the king who is sumptuous with the food, nor you are you the beggar who had a hunger for pang and hunger. Both of them are equally unreal. The same is the situation here. So you cannot use this terms which we use in our transactional world to integrate that. All that is integrated is like you know, you can see the moon and the look through the branch of the tree, you will see the moon. But if you look at the branch, you will not see the moon there. You have to go beyond the moon branch to see the moon in the sky. Something similar. The Satchitanandam Brahma is an indicative of that. What we know as Satchit. These are all indicating towards that, but it is not used by Yadovacho Nivartandeya Prapya Manasasana. That which cannot be explained through the words, even the mind cannot fathom or conceptualize that. That is what is the Turiya or the Brahma. 
Thank you, Binderji. Hi, Binderji. Beautiful session again. Hi, Karen. Um, I give, hi. Um, I got a question about the deep sleep. And uh, so is deep sleep uh, superimposed on the Turiya state? Or is the Turiya state beyond that yet? Superimposed, you cannot use the word superimposed because it is not a, what you call uh, the Turiya is, uh, the Sushupti is not a real thing. It is an unreal thing. So you can superimpose only a real thing on a, another real thing. Like the snake was superimposed on a rope, you can say, yes, it was a superimposition of the snake on the rope. Same way on the Turiya, the deep sleep is superimposed, you can say. But you should keep it in mind that the deep sleep is not a reality. It is an appearance in the awareness. But we do not know the reality of the appearance, the awareness. Therefore, the Sushupti becomes real. Because just like the rope never, the reality of the rope was not known. So the snake appeared to be real. Something similar to that. Yes, because in the Turiya state, uh, you are the knowledge and then everything is known. So everything is known and then all the illusions will be gone and reality will disappear. In and of itself, when we assume the deep sleep of an enlightened and enlightened being absolutely the same, is the difference that of the deep sleep of um, an enlightened carrying the bija thing only from the perspective of the waking perspective of the unenlightened person? Is, is that how should, we should look at, look at it? You should understand that everybody and everything is to real. So your deep sleep, even now, this, this experience of deep sleep in your right now is the same of that of a jnani. Because the jnani or the person who is a jnani, when they sleep, <clears throat> the one who is saying that jnani is sleeping, that jnani is sleeping, he is the person who is not sleeping. Right? From his point of view, a person called jnani is sleeping on the left side bed, right side bed, that jnani is sleeping. The definition of jnani and atnyani is given by the one who is looking after, looking at. At the level of deep sleep, what happens is that when you have the potency to wake up and go to the world of waking and the dream, that pushes you to the waking and the dream. And the one who realizes it, the potency is not a reality. Therefore, Devas Eshasya Svabhavaha. It is the nature by which it, uh, the body is being used by the knowledge for experiencing itself. It is experiencing in itself. There is actually no nothing called the knowing happening. It is all knowledge only. So where can the knowing happen? So for him, the waking of knowing, of knowing waking, knowing dream, or knowing deep sleep doesn't happen. It's all in knowledge. It's all the pure knowledge only. For him, Physically, the other person may see him as sleeping, waking and doing the work and all because of association with the body. The moment you think your knowledge is like two people seeing the rope and the snake. First person saw, saw the, or the mirage, let us say, they take the, saw the mirage and the water. The other person knew the reality of the mirage and the water. So he still continues to see the mirage. 
but he will say that there is no water there dear it's only a mirage the one who is not refusing to accept no and can i see only water what can the person who knows the reality can do he can only say there is no water is only a mirage or in the case of rope and snake same way he is still feared scared of the snake which is apparently not there but not refusing to look and to understand it is not a snake it's a rope so that is the situation when we refuse to understand the truth when the upanishad says that this needs when the mind, mind mind is not clear or mind is not matured enough to you know the moment nyate samakale jnana samakale eva is the word which is used by shankara in the beginning the moment that upanishad tells that you are the turiya how can you not know is the question which shankara is asking you are dreaming that you are being hunted haunted by something in the dream but the moment you wake up nobody had to come and tell you that no it was a dream you yourself realized it was a dream right same way when your knowledge arises from the waking dream and the deep sleep to that surya state nobody else will have to come and tell you now you have become a jnani your own experience will with which you will know that what is the reality and the unreal will be seen by the person who is it it is just like seeing the mirage it may continue to be there as long as the body lasts that is why the two terminologies are used called jivan mukta and videha mukta in the in the shastra so only for explanation purpose but the reality is that both jivan mukta and videha mukta is only from the point of view of others from the from the person who has understood the his own swarupa he is a turiya for him the reality is always what is shining he can never be taken away from yad gatva manavartande tadava paramam mama that what krishna says yad gatva having known gat gadi gadi datu has got a meaning in the knowledge also in sanskrit yadgatva means having known nanivartande it that knowledge doesn't go tadhama paramamama that abode of pure knowledge is my my state or my reality that what krishna says in the gita so the one who knows that he may be a charioteer for arjuna he may be having all the stories which we are hearing about krishna but from looking from his advice we know that what is the jewels in his advice which is coming out shows what type of a jagat guru he was right so that is the way in which one should have to understand and analyze it so creating this difference between jnani and atnani is all again in the realm of ignorance Uh, yes, Bindu. Thank you. Namaskar, Bindu ji. Namaskar, everybody. Namaste. Um, now, if we, uh, I mean, considering that uh, the expectancy and potency of knowledge is a uh, bejnidra of 
of the deep sleep state and Turiya is none of this is it safe to presume that the attribute of knowledge is absent in Turiya? Knowledge made by, by the Surupa Turiya is the knowledge. Not knowing Turiya is the reason why you have a potency for knowledge to know in the deep sleep. Because you created as ignorance of separate self in the deep sleep. And that separate self want to know the waking and the dream and the multitudes and everything. That is worth it. But he doesn't realize that his nature of knowing or knowledge is the reason why everything is the, the reality of everything is in that knowledge only. To know as multitude is a creation of that ignorance of the deep sleeper as the Bijanidra. Therefore, he himself considers that he is a separate entity and therefore the separate world, world is separate from him. The knowing is an activity which is not there in the Turiya. He is attributed to Turiya or the knowledge and then he says, I am the knower and that is the known and I should have a knowledge of the known. So this trifurcation is the known knowledge and knower is due to that not knowing that everything is nothing but knowledge. That, and that knowledge is not there, then you will feel like, you know, there is something known, then I am the knower and there should be a knowing, the activity of knowing should be there. This is the seed in the form which is in the Bija Nidra, which propels for experiencing of the waking and the dream. So, uh, knowledge is an attribute of Surya. It is not an attribute. That is the only way we can explain with the words. It is a Satya Jnanam Anandam Brahma or Satchidanandam Brahma. So, we are looking at a different kind of knowledge. The Satchidananda is a supreme, it intelligent, is, conscious it, principle which is different from it, the knowing of the uh, deep sleep. Yes, that is. Yes, that's what. right. It is not that knowledge of something. It is the knowledge of oneself. So there is an attribute of knowing in uh, Turiya. It is not absence of knowledge. It's a different no, attribute. No. But that it's not, not an knowing, knowing needs, you need a, du a duality. It is a Chaitanya kind of a knowledge. It is a... The, light, the, the, the famous example the Upanishad says is that the light doesn't need another light to know it, it, what it, that it is light. Right? The sun doesn't need another sun to shine it like that. So one is the, and, uh, you know, the light of knowledge and the other, the deep, the beach nidra knowledge is the knowledge of ignorance. No, no, that knowledge is a relative knowledge of the duality. Yes. That, so that, that knowledge is, that, see, that is why the words have a limitation. The knowledge which we the, the, the knowledge which the knowledge which we are talking about the Turiya cannot be used even the word knowledge. That is why it is said these are all indicative words, Lakshana Vachakas, like Satyatnana Manandam Brahma or Satchidarandam Brahma are not the definitions of Brahma. They are all indicative words. Because Yatovacho Nivartande Apraptya Manasasaha. Because words cannot explain what is that. Because words 
have no access to that state because the words are part of the intellect, which is part of our creation, is a part of the duality. In Chandra, in the Vashya of this Karika, previous Karika, there the Shastra, the Guru and the Shishya, everything becomes zero, null and void, because they don't have a, they don't stand to be present in the light of Turiya. In the Turiya, there is no Shastra, there is no Guru, there is no Shishya. So what do we talk about it? We cannot talk about it. You know, this is just an observation. I mean, and it's just a comment. It it uh, doesn't really have to be. It has to be taken at face value. Uh, that it is quite ironical uh, that the Vedanta Vedanta, which is non-duality, creates such a uh, distinctive separation between uh, the world of the known or Maya or the illusory world and uh, the knowledge of the reality or uh, the knowledge of non-duality so it is a bit ironical how it becomes slightly paradoxical there is a duality in advaita vedanta there is no duality yeah if it is understood it, properly I'm just saying it as uh, take it at, at face value of yeah. course there is no duality but there is such a sharp and uh, extreme contrast between the state of non-duality and duality that uh, it's ironical these are all explained in a much much more lucid and clear cut definitions in the subsequent karikas in the advaita pragaranam vaidatya pragaranam and alada shandhya pragaranam karika. if you if we go through that we will understand how clearly he is positioning them in such a way that there is no ambiguity. Yes, of course there is no ambiguity. It's unambiguous. So uh, that is the distinction that, uh, uh, you know, non-duality is a state of complete oneness, but yet it is completely separate from the state of duality. You see what I mean? There is a, it's an irony. It doesn't really mean anything. I think the knowledge we are talking about is the nature of Turiya. Right? That's how it went in, right? The knowledge we talked about, the nature itself of Turiya, that is, you know, hence, you know, it's indicating, like, you know, nature of Sat is, you know, existence, existence, consciousness, bliss. Ananda is the nature of Turiya. Knowledge is nature of Turiya. So, you know, where I got it was when Binduji explained, remove the knower known, what is left is the knowledge in this process, because that potency is gone. Now what is now if I knock off that knowledge also, right? If you can knock off the knowledge, what remains? Because the nature is, is simply just keep it aside, you know, trying to know led to the knowledge, knock of the knowledge, what remains? I think that's how it is getting, trying to, you know, it is getting explained. That's how I get it. Binduji, one question I had regarding what you said was that um, from the perspective of a Jnani, there is no such difference between a non-Jnani and a Jnani, right? I mean, if I understood that part correctly. Right. So, so, in that case, 
I mean, I wonder that if one, let's say, so to speak, has become a jnani, then, then uh, that jnani, so then what could possibly be the purpose of that jnani imparting knowledge of non-duality to the world? Meaning that if for that jnani there is no difference between a jnani and non-jnani anymore, then like I'm trying to think of just like a reason why. Uh, that Gyani would be imparting um, any kind of knowledge to the world. Just wondering. See, this exactly is explained in detail in the in the Brahadarni Upanishad. Detailed discussion is there on this. When did that explanation is coming there? It is not the need for the jnani to explain it. It is the need of the jnani to know because it is that it is not the potency for the water to quench the thirst. If the thirst for thirsty person goes to the water for quenching his thirst, so he the water has no ten, interest or tension or what you call you know desire to quench the thirst of the person who is coming to him for quenching his thirst. It is something like that. So the jnani is whether there are disciples around him or no disciples around him and saying, but if somebody comes and asks to clarify that he is talking to himself, he is rather doing a monologue. Like most of the Upanishads are nothing but the soliloquy of the Rishis who have realized in them in their own knowing and their own being which today become the textbooks for us to study and see what is the truth in it. It is something similar to that. So so it's almost like saying that even this statement that uh, Jnani is seen imparting knowledge to non-Jnani is, is being made from non-Jnani perspective in the sense that just an action is observed and so it appears as if like the voluntary action is being taken, but it's just happening more kind of. Right. I think the simple terminology is Yavaharika Aman, so transaction. Thank you all. Namaste.